You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. I know the devil is evil, is the title of this devotion. You see, friends, there's a mystery of wickedness, of evil. And it's important that we who walk in the light of God know there's a power of darkness because the Bible says in Colossians, having delivered you from the power of darkness and transferred you into the kingdom of the Son of His love. You see, the powers of darkness are the evil forces, evil spirits that are in this world. The Bible talks about the darkness of this age in Ephesians chapter 2 and the spirit of wickedness in heavenly realms. And, and all these forces are there. And I understand that this can be quite a, a question or a mystery. And there is a real wisdom in how to respond to all of this. And I just want to talk to you about this for just a moment today. But the first thing, Daniel, as I am going to read to you every day this week, said in chapter 11, verse 32, the second part of the verse, but the people who know their God are strong and will carry out great exploit. I believe that God would have us through our communion with Him and our fellowship with Him to live in His strength against all of these forces of darkness. But we have to learn what has been given to us in Christ so that we can withstand all the wiles of the devil and resist him and see him flee from us and not be swayed by his deceptive means by which he seeks to blind us and distract us from the truth that we have and bear and know. I know my God is good and I know the devil is evil. Jesus said, the thief, describing the devil, that he's a thief, comes not but to steal, steal, to kill and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and more abundantly, John 10, verse 10. You see, it is not so a mystery that we don't know what to believe, folks. What makes us weak is not just the human nature, but we, we are weakened when we don't know what position to take, when we don't know what to think, what to believe. And I understand that is part of the darkness of this age, confusion and deception. The devil's called the great deceiver. The very word devil means deception. That is the word Satan is the word that means opposer. So the first thing that I'm going to encourage you with again and again, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Psalm 107 verse 1. For his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. You need to realize that when Jesus came into your life and you repented from your life without Him and surrendered yourself to Christ, that you were delivered from the enemy. You were taken out of His control and domain and you were brought into the control and domain of Jesus, the Bible teaches. Once we went to hell with the devil, 
but now we're going to heaven with Jesus. And I'll tell you the truth, I am not going to hell with the devil. I know that's where he's going, but I'm going to heaven with Jesus because I know that's where he is beckoning me, calling me, drawing me, and showing me the life that he has prepared for me. Oh, what a glorious gospel we have through Jesus Christ that we don't have to go to hell, we can go to heaven. And that's where we all belong. God has predestined all men to come to the knowledge of the truth that there's one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for many. You know, folks, nobody can ever say, well, God, how can God be good if, if he lets people go to hell? Friends, the only way you can go to hell is to step over the body of Jesus Christ to get there. There is absolutely no means to go to hell except by refusing Jesus Christ because God has done everything to bring us into fellowship with him and to save us from the powers of hell by his son, Jesus Christ. The very name Jesus means savior. I want to take you for a moment to the oldest book in the Bible, the book of Job. It's not before Genesis where we find it. We find it here right before the Psalms. And here in this book, it's the oldest book, so it shows you from the beginning, God wanted to make it clear there is a devil and he's evil and here I am and I'm good and I'll show you. And in the book of Job, which is a really phenomenal book, it's one of my favorite books and it's 42 chapters. God draws back the curtain of the spirit realm, the unseen realm, to show us something most important. And he showed it to us at great cost. The price that was paid to make the point cannot be missed. You cannot miss the point. If you see the book of Job, then you cannot miss it, that God is good and the devil's evil and you can live with God and you don't have to live under the tyranny of Satan. Because here in the book of Job, the Lord in verse eight said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Have you seen him? There's none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns, turns away from evil. You see, God honors those who honor him, the Bible says. God loves to be proud of us and loves to boast about us, just like any good father or mother love to boast about their children when they do well. And here the Lord is boasting, and that shows you the Spirit of God. When you begin to turn to God, when you begin to set your love upon Him, when you begin to serve Him with all your heart, I tell you, you have got a cheerleader in heaven. I love what Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 17 and 18 says, especially in the Living Bible. What is that I hear? A choir? No, it's the Lord Himself singing over you with a happy song cheering you on. When in Luke chapter 10, the disciples came and said, Lord, even evil spirits were subject to us when we were ministering in your name. The Bible says, Jesus rejoiced with a shout and said, Lord, so it is. You've hidden these things from those who are intelligent with their own minds and revealed it to those who are humble in their hearts towards you. Oh, Jesus was so excited to see 
the disciples have victory over unclean and evil spirits and be able to help other people get free from it. Read it in Luke chapter 10, verse 17 and onwards. And the Lord says, and listen now, verse 9. Here God's drawn back to curtain to show us an important point. Satan answered the Lord and said, well, does Job fear God for nothing? You see, the very nature of Satan is unbelief, is antagonism, is, is negativism, is always looking down on anybody who does well. Does God, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not, have you not made a hedge around him, around his household and around all that he has on every side? Have you not blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land? But now stretch out your hand and touch him and all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. You see the nature of Satan. You see that very darkness and evil. I tell you, I know the devil is evil. I know that he's evil. I know what I've seen is evil, tormenting, hurting, wounding, destroying beautiful lives, destroying beautiful marriages and deceiving them, setting them up to accuse each other, setting them up to hurt each other. I've seen it. Oh, the devil tried to come to my home. I'll never forget it. Many years ago, oh, when was it? I, I, maybe 1986 or uh, 1996 or so, 1995. We had all kinds of young people live with us for about 20 years. Uh, uh, during our life, we would have all these different people live with us. And at that time, we had, I think, three or four young people living with us. And, and I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt evil in the house. See, if you don't know God, you will not know the difference between good and evil. But when you know God is good, you know the difference. You know, that's not good. That's not God. That's evil. I felt evil in the house. I looked. Virginia was asleep. I went out and checked uh, Joshua and Zachary's room. Uh, Mariah wasn't born yet. They were asleep. I'm thinking, where's this evil coming from in this house? I went into the other places where the other young people were sleeping and, and I saw one bed empty. I went down to the living room and there was this young man and he was being tormented by Satan. And I looked at him and I said, no, Christian, not in my house. Here you've come to be safe. No evil shall befall you. See, it says in Psalm 91, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, stay steady and stable under the shadow of the Almighty, under the all-sufficiency of God. And no evil shall befall him because you've made the Lord who is your refuge, your habitation. No evil shall befall you, nor any plague shall come near your dwelling place, in verse 9. And I said, no, not in this house. And I walked up to him and I hugged him. And I said, oh, like Lord Jesus, thank you for your love in this house and peace. And the evil left him on the spot, on the spot. The devil was not in him, but the devil was attacking him and tormenting him, not in my house. Oh, come on, friends. You have to stand up against evil. You have to resist it because it's the devil. He's evil. You have to not give him any place, the Bible teaches. And God draws back to curtain. And even the devil said it. Yeah, you've blessed him. You protect him. You've prospered him. You, but if you, God never turned against Job. It was the devil who turned against Job. 
I want you to see that even though the devil came against Job, how Job responded. It says, and Job, verse 20, worshiped God. And this was his worship. Naked I've came, come from my mother's womb. Naked shall I return. The Lord gave. The Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And in all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. You see, Job knew God was good. But this was evil. And what I love, even though the devil came to steal his children, Job did not hand them over. He gave them to God. Oh, I love this. Not every preacher understands this. But I have gone through our daughter Gabriella going to heaven and I am so grateful in whatever degree the devil came against our household in those days, he got nothing. He got absolutely nothing because we gave it all to God. Oh, praise the Lord when the devil comes against you. Stand up and worship your loving heavenly Father and say the Lord is good and His mercy, even if you don't understand it, even though it's confusing, even though you are in faith and you say, I like Job, I don't understand, Father, but one thing I do understand, you love me. One thing I do understand, you're good and I worship you. The best defense against the enemy is to acknowledge the Lord and to give the Lord all the praise and the glory and say, you have nothing in me, Satan. Jesus in John 14 verse 30 said, the prince, the evil genius ruler, Satan is coming for me. You'll find this in the classic Amplified of John 14 verse 30. Satan is coming for me, but Jesus says he has no power over me. There's nothing in me that belongs to him. We have nothing in common. And then he says in verse 31, but I do so that the whole world may know I love the Father. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a place to stand up against, the, against evil, friends. And that is to embrace the goodness of God and to worship him, to say the Lord is good. Worship the Lord, that He is good. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Psalm 107, verse 1 and 2. And here, the devil kept coming, and the devil's so cruel. Job's wife, she, she was so crushed and wounded by the devil's attack. The devil's cruel and mean. He is evil. Evil is real, folks. It is nothing to make light of. It's nothing for us to be trivious about. The Bible says, be sober and vigilant for your adversary. The devil goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And the devil got a hold of Job's wife in her sorrow and in her pain. And I want to say to you, when you're in sorrow, and when you're in pain and don't understand why these things have happened to you, give the devil no place by keeping worship like Job. Keep worship active and alive by reading the Psalms and by saying, Father, I know you love me. Father, I know you're good and I will praise you at all times. Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continuously be upon my lips. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Friends, do what Job did. Keep worshiping, keep worshiping, keep praising God that he is good and his mercy endures forever. But Job's wife, in her sorrow and pain, stopped worshiping God and, and it took a hold of her. You see it right here. 
And his wife in verse 9 of chapter 2 said to Job, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. That's exactly what the devil said in verse 9. In verse 10, he says, Stretch out your hand against him and he will surely curse you to your face. You see in verse 10, he will curse you to your face. And that mind of the devil took a hold of Job's dear wife in her pain, in her suffering. You see, friends, it's not just on the sunny days of life and all's prospering and we seem to be completely safe that we are vulnerable to attack. No, it's in also in the times when we're broken and crushed through life circumstances that the devil will come with his thoughts. And we should never give place to the devil by taking his thoughts for we should be well aware of his mind-orientated strategies. And the only way that we can keep our minds steady in times of the devil's attack is by keeping our minds steadfast set upon the Lord, as it says in Isaiah 26, verse 2, that God keeps our minds in perfect peace as we keep it set upon Him. This is what Jesus did. He kept His eyes steadfast set upon the Father and His love for Him. While He was going through the hell of the devil's attack, He kept worshiping the Father. He kept praising the Father. And He was able to get through in such a phenomenal way that the devil was not able. But I understand. I understand. And maybe you say, you know, Pastor Robert, I've tried it. I've really tried my best. But I'm just so low. I'm just so crushed, I'm so broken, I'm so confused. I, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know what to say. And you see, faith comes and is stirred up again in us through the Word of God, through the Scripture. When the devil came against Jesus, when he was in the wilderness in Luke chapter 3, and he said, why, if you are the Son of God, why don't you make bread out of these stones if you're so hungry? And Jesus said, it is written, from Deuteronomy chapter 8, he quoted, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You see, friends, the way that Jesus was able to get through that moment of harassment of the devil and maybe strong, confusing thoughts is by keeping the light of the Word on when it was dark. Keeping the light of the Word on when it was dark. You see, the Word is light. It says in Psalm 119, David's Psalm, it says that by the opening of the scripture, light comes. I tell you often, friends, the only way through is by just simply reading the Bible and reading it. And then the light begins to shine in the darkness and leads you through the trial of this life and the attacks of evil, the attacks of darkness. And there comes absolute increasing authority in those who do this that you're able to say no to the devil when he comes. No, you're not coming to harass this house. You're not coming to tear up this marriage. And what would have been a three months hellish battle is a moment of authority by which you say no and you shut the door to the devil by the word of God. 
And here I'll give you some scriptures in closing how to stand against the devil when he attacks you, that you are not good enough and that you are, are a failure and that you should have and you could have and you wish you would have and, and now you blew it all. And then that, that's the devil's way of talking. It's not your father who talks this way. It says here in Colossians chapter 2, verse 13, and you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He has made a life together with Him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwritten writing of requirements that was against us, which, were con which was contrary to us. He has taken it out of the way and nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them and triumphed over them in it. You see, you take that scripture, say, yes, Lord, in my natural nature, I'm dead in sin. But with Christ, I'm alive to you, my loving Heavenly Father. And yes, what the law says is right. I agree, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt honor your father and mother, thou shalt not commit adultery and so forth. Father, I know what your word says and I agree with it, but in my failings, oh Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for your mercy that triumphs and that I can come to you right now and know in the face of the devil's accusation, there's forgiveness for me through Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father, that I may stand forgiven, forgiven and empowered to live right in your sight and to turn away from what's wrong. Oh, my dear friends, there's such incredible power and the devil can attack you all day long, but you can stand against him and say, no, Satan, you have no charge against God's elect, Romans chapter eight. It is God who's justified me. You cannot condemn me. Christ died for me and furthermore is risen at the Father's right hand, living to intercede for me. And if God be for me, how dare you come against me, Satan? Get behind me, you lying, attacking spirit. Folks, you've got to take a stand. You've got to take a stand in closing here in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. It says, Finally then, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Friends, you got to take a stand. There's evil in this world, I know. I know the devil is evil, but I know my father is good. And he has provided for me to be able to stand against it and to arrest the devil with his accusations, with his torments, with his afflictions. Oh, and as you keep growing in the Lord, that love of Christ, that breastplate of righteousness where you walk in harmony with your heavenly Father through the righteousness imputed to you through Jesus, it becomes more precious to you. And it becomes more valuable to live right to God than to follow your own desires and give in to those lower natures that causes you to come out of that right standing. Oh, and to lift up that shield of faith when the devil hits you with some punchy thought of despair and to say, no, I know my father loves me. I know, you see, faith understands and knows that what God has said is true in your life. And to have that helmet of salvation to not be overcome by evil and the, breath, and the belt of truth that you know how to hold fast to what you know is true and so forth. And you see 
this armor of God here by which we can stand and least, last but not least, praying with all manner of prayer in the Holy Ghost. I find it for me one of the most powerful parts of the armor. It's not for me the most powerful. I, I, for me personally, the most powerful part of my armor is the breastplate of righteousness. I, oh, I so love the righteousness of God given to me in Christ. The righteousness Jesus has at the Father's right hand that he now unveils, unveils in me through the Holy Spirit, that perfect righteousness, peace and joy. And to live in that place of perfect righteousness with God is so precious to me. And yes, I love the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit and the belt of truth and the feet shovel, the preparation of the gospel. I love it. I love it all. But oh my, how I love in that righteousness, in that faith and peace. To feel the Holy Ghost springing up in me like a fountain in that eternal life I have with Christ, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping myself in the love of God, as Jude 20 says. Oh, how I love praying in the Holy Ghost and knowing that God has made me and you and all who believe in Jesus more than conquerors over all the wiles of the devil and given us everything to triumph over him and put him to flight. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a good day.